Hey guys, it's Bougie and the Beard, episode 9, with Ty and Jordan. Woo! All right! So here we are. Um, um, wanted to thank you all for rocking with us, mm-hmm. for um, supporting us, for your feedback, for your thoughts. We really appreciate it. Yep, yep. Um, we just want you guys to continue to connect with us, mm-hmm. so check us out on Twitter. At... Bougie, the letter N, as in Nancy, the beard. On Instagram. Bougie, the word and, the beard. On Facebook. Bougie, the word and, the beard. And if you need to email us. Bougie, the word and, the beard, at gmail.com. Yep. And in terms of, um, obviously you're listening to this, but if you want to share us with your friends, we're on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, um stitcher google play oh yeah we got on google play this week word we got hooked up google play hooking us up yeah so big shout outs to everybody who who's rocking with us a long way we really love you guys Mm -hmm. and we love doing this uh just love 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 Mm -hmm. it's all great um and we just want to continue to keep providing you guys with that that great content Mm -hmm. and just keep continuing to grow the brand Mm -hmm. and grow grow ourselves and Mm -hmm. grow our audience absolutely so now we're just gonna jump right in. You are. Um, we have a few things to discuss today. Yeah. Um. Some some things. Uh, these this topic at least is not gonna be a, a very friendly one. Yeah. Um. So, we watched last week, the um Khalif Browder documentary. Right. That was produced by Jay Z. Um, that was on Spike. Mm-hmm. I think it's like six parts. It is, yeah. And like a seven part, seven follow, which I was not going to do. I just was there a seventh part? There's like a follow up, like a live Q and A. I think. Oh. Like you know, like one of those you know, meet the cast or yeah, whatever yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But I is too much. Mm. So, um, the Cleef Browder story kind of hit me a little bit, not personally, but just like it was one of those things that stuck out to me. Mm. Um, when. The I first was made aware of Khalif Browder with the I believe where a lot of people was made aware of it was the New York I believe it was New York Mag posted an article mm-hmm. or a, a woman wrote an article about Khalif Browder and his um, struggle with Rikers Island and being locked up um, for a crime he may or may not have committed and not ever really seeing his day in court mm-hmm. and basically the tragedy of how a juvenile can be caught up and lose his entire childhood mm-hmm. off of a situation that was out of his control and where the people who held his fate in their hands mm-hmm. didn't care enough to actually carry out the task that they needed to. Mm-hmm. So we watched the we watched it yesterday. I believe it's been out for over a month now. Mm-hmm. But we finally got the the um the goal to watch it like we just the strength to watch the it. strength it was just it was too much we binged it i don't know why we do that that was a bad idea that was a terrible idea that was a bad choice um but i think there's like a few things to consider um so when we watched it it like you were saying um in terms of the way minors are treated it's terrible yeah right. um the way rikers is set up like the system in general um, is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that, like, not the inmates run the asylum, but that there isn't... One, there's not respect from corrections officers 
towards the people they're charged with minding. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's all kinds of corruption. Yeah. And bribery and violence and just like... So overall, just a cavalcade of fuckery going right. on in there. And then the way that um, he was denied due process. Right. Because he was locked up for three years. I think it was three years, was, right? Yeah, it was. he was on probation. Yes, what it was, he was on he probation. Because he and, like, I guess his friends or whatever... Right. ...stole a delivery truck or something. Right, like, so they got him because he violated his probation. Right. But he was... Ne- it took three years for them to actually get, like, a court date. Right. An actual court date. So, um... <clears throat> Excuse me. So part of the story that I didn't really know um, until I watched the documentary, I, I didn't know about the details following his arrest. Right. So part of the arrest was that um, he was accused of stealing a backpack from a uh, Mexican man, I believe. I either, think he was immigrant or he was visiting, I believe. No, no, I think he lived here. And he lived he, here and then he, he was like, enough of this and went home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he, he was accused of stealing a backpack. Mm-hmm. And um, officers rolled up on Khalif and one of his friends. They were walking home. And, you know, they, they pretty much had the, the guy in the car, mm-hmm. like the, the, the victim. Mm-hmm. And he didn't give a clear ID of Khalif. Yeah. So part of it was um, like just kind of like the rush of getting an arrest mm. is what brought Khalif to processing. Mm. So while he was being processed, of course, you know, you look up Khalif Browder, you get all of his information. Basically, Khalif was a foster child under um care of uh, you know, his foster mother and he had a lot of foster siblings yeah. in the house. And he had done the the he was, you know, convicted of that crime, the the joyride crime right. or whatever. Exactly. So once they found out his record, um, he was pretty much already They denied kind of, him bail. They denied him bail. I think bill was like a thousand dollars. It was right. It was like a thousand dollars. So they had to come up with a portion of it to mm-hmm. to release him. Um, his mother struggled. She came up with the portion, and when she went to pay for it, she was denied. Right. That's, that's when they that's realized when they that he was he had violated probation. Right. By being a that's what confuses me, and maybe because I don't know enough about the criminal justice system, but like he was arrested. He so he was on probation. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then he was arrested. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't like he was arrested for a crime he may or may not have committed. Mm-hmm. It was never proven that he committed this crime. No. Yet they still said he was in violation of parole. He was in violation of parole. But there was no. I'm not sure. Do you how. know what I'm, right. I think? I'm not sure. I think because the um, victim identified him as the suspect. Right. And that I I get that part, but there was no um, evidence. To right. prove that. Right. There was no backpack. They didn't find There was backpack, nothing. Right. So that's why I was so confused. I'm like, I understand that you have to be careful when you're on parole or whatever, but if you were falsely accused, yeah. how can you even... Do yeah, you know what I mean? That's kind of... Yeah, that part of it is a little bit murky. It reminds me of like when you're arrested for resisting arrest. Mm-hmm. What was the initial charge? Right. Why was I being arrested? Right. Like, to be arrested just for resisting arrest doesn't make sense. So that's why this doesn't make sense to me. And maybe one of you guys who who's very familiar with the criminal justice system can break it down for me. Right. But this particular piece of him being arrested, him violating parole, violating by, being parole by being arrested. arrested, but never officially charged with the crime. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm, sure. This doesn't I make mean, sense to me. Maybe he was officially charged with the crime. 
and he was just awaiting his trial date. And yeah. part of why he was awaiting his trial, di- his trial date was because he didn't have a lawyer. And what happened was he got appointed one of those, you know, public defenders. public defenders. And, you know, they don't care. They just, they want to get a case and get it in. Yeah, but three years is an obscene amount of time. But you also have to remember, part of the documentary explained why he was in Rikers for so long was because the trial kept getting delayed. Right, and that's my point, point about due process. Like, mm-hmm. it should not have taken that long yeah. for them to get anything it took, together. It, it took an extreme amount of time for him to even see. Because the uh, the prosecution was asking for the extensions. Right. And not having their case together. Right. and 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 not being completely forthcoming about whether or not um, the... Not the accusant. Good lord. <laughs> the um the pro- Who which one? The Mexican. So he's the um he's the victim essentially. Not it's not the victim. Plaintiff? Is it plaintiff? In the court? Yeah. There's a plaintiff, there's a defendant. The plaintiff, yep. Whether or not the plaintiff was even still like not interested, but still available. Because I think right. in the, we learned in the documentary that he went back to in Mexico. In the process of the three years that he spent in jail. Right, right. He, the 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 victim or yeah. whatever. The plaintiff. The plaintiff. Mm-mm-mm. He moved to Mexico. So, I, so part of so the, them delaying the process, delaying the trial was, one, they couldn't find a victim. Right. Two, they couldn't, um, the judges didn't want to take it on. Like, oh, this case is coming up, but... It's too late in the day. Let's reconvene another week. Oh, okay. Um, we, we're missing this document or whatever. Let's reconvene another week. So they kept pushing the dates back. And um, Khalif, because he only had a whack public defender. And he wouldn't um, He wouldn't say he was guilty. Right. Because they kept trying to... They kept um, interviewing him. Yeah. To basically confess to his crime. Right. And he's like, I'm not confessing. And he's not I confessing. didn't do it. And part of the reason why he didn't was because, as we learned... His older brother yeah. was um, arrested and convicted for um, rape. Rape. Mm-hmm. I believe statutory rape, right? Was it statutory rape? I don't think it was statutory rape. No, I think they were I think classmates. They were classmates yeah. and, you know, they, they fooled around or whatever. Yeah. But then she... She said it was she rape. She said it was rape. And he... And he accepted the deal. Yeah. And now he can't... He's, you know, he's a registered sexual... Yeah, he's a felon. He's a felon. He's yeah. a registered sexual... Offender, right. he, you know, there's he's pretty much done. He's done in his life, right? So the reason why Khalif didn't take the deal to just plead guilty was because one, he didn't, he feels he didn't do it. Whether yeah. he, whether he did or didn't mm-hmm. is pretty much irrelevant. He felt to the story. strongly enough about it that he was not going to plead something that he didn't do, right? Even at the risk or the detriment of spending three years of his life in jail, mm-hmm. and. The mm-hmm. idea was if he pleads guilty, he gets to get out quicker. Right, exactly. So for them to like dangle that in front of your face, you can understand why people would plead guilty. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he didn't, that may have also pissed the judges or the, the system off the system even more. Off, right. Because it, you're giving them extra work, mm-hmm. you know? So then, right. Oh. So then the documentary follows Khalif while he's in Rikers mm-hmm. and, and basically just moving from house to house to house to house in Rikers. Yeah. Because... He He's not was, playing their games. Well, part of also part of why like they kind of messed with him was because he was blood. Yeah, but he was but blood he out of necessity. But he joined blood out of necessity because that's the neighborhood he was in. Right. And it was either you join blood or you neutral or you join crip. Right. But because he lived in a blood neighborhood, he joined up with bloods. And that's where his friends did. So right. that's what he did. Right. And it wasn't, he, he didn't carry out. It's not any, like he was a practicing blood. No, he was, right, know? no. 
He wasn't carrying out he was, any missions. He was missions. lapsed in his blood. In his no, blood, he was just. He was just pretty much just like, no, I'm just blood by by name only. Right. Right. So as he is in um, Rikers, mm-hmm. and he. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's identified as blood in Rikers. Of course, every Rikers that's gangs, he's a target. And basically, Khalif, he's a smaller guy, um, kind of unassuming looking. Yeah. You know, so people are going to bully him. And in Rikers, you get tested. So basically, the first test was, oh, either you're in or you're out. Right. And he didn't want to be a part of anything, yeah. so he was constantly targeted by it wasn't what they the said, inmates. The, the program. The pro. He yeah, yeah. You get, get with the program. He wasn't down with the program, he which wasn't. was essentially. You, we tell you to get this or to have this brought in. Mm-hmm. You do it, and we leave you alone. And we don't bother you. And he was like, "No, I'm no. not down with that." Right. And that's when they kept beating him up. And they and, kept beating him up. And because he, it seems like he would never just lay down. Like he was, he, a, kept, he was scrappy. He, he was, he was a fighter. Yeah. And he kept, um, he had a pride of himself yeah. of I'm not going to let people push me around. Right. So every time that they would beat him up, he'd get back up. Yeah. He be right back for more yeah and at one point he knocked he punched one of like the main kind of like leaders yeah and that was a mistake because then that led to but they started it they did start it, of course yeah they started it but But he had to defend himself and he just didn't want to be a pushover and they were supposed to shoot a fair one and um he was winning so other people jumped in everyone jumped in and they had interviews with like they had like you know surveillance footage of some of the fights they had interviews with the inmates they had interviews with the guards yeah they had interviews with former guards former seals and basically they were all just kind of like what i liked about the document is that it showed them they showed them the footage Mm -hmm. that you know from a perspective that they wouldn't see especially Mm -hmm. like the inmates who were involved right you know they're seeing it from like the view that everyone else would see it right and the looks on their faces were like interesting yeah so they didn't look completely detached or desensitized to it no it looks like it was kind of getting to them Mm -hmm. um because I, I think the implication that... I think the implication is that um, when people go to jail, they become, like, completely hardened and they have no... They lose any sense of humanity and blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. But that's not... I agree with you. I, I think that when they were watching the videos... Obviously, they weren't, like, crying or anything. No, but they but, were kind of just watching it like, you know, that was messed up. We right, shouldn't have done that. Right. And the idea that I, re- that I got from it was that you know, when you're in jail or mm-hmm. when you're in, you know, that situation, it's it's survival of the fittest. Right. It's it's kind of it's a jungle. It is. And it sucks because the environment isn't um isn't being um uh, like the guards aren't really necessarily protecting them from each other. They're not. They're just kind of just all right guys, don't go too far. Right. And basically like a lot of the documentary kinda of highlighted how the CLs were in subordinate and considerate mm-hmm. and just even some of them are in on it in cahoots in cahoots even so the for Khalif to have gotten as far as he did in Rikers just like getting jump getting jump getting jump to that one big fight where yeah. that was the final straw yeah and they put him in solitary confinement so I think that's what that was the part that I broke that was when I was just like okay this is absolutely horrible and I think that I think solitary is probably what scarred him. Yeah. Not to say that, sorry, not to say that Rikers wouldn't scar him, but I don't think that would have like irrevocably changed him. Mm-hmm. I think being in solitary, because they, because I think 
I forget, but they, you can't be in solitary for over like. I think it was like fifteen days. Yeah, at a time, and they yeah. had him in. I think for the what the last year or so. Three hundred and some odd days. So yes. about the last year of his sentence. Mm-hmm. Well, not even sentence of his of his just time there because he was never sentenced. It was detainment. Right. He was in solitary off mm-hmm. and on for three hundred days. Right, and. And, um, they had interviews with psychologists yep. and, and people who have experience with, you know, like, it's basically the idea of solitary confinement is that once you reach a certain point, your mind just shatters yeah. because you stop running out of things to do because nothing becomes new. Right. So you see people like, you know, they were saying that those people that were like, you know, smear feces on the walls, yeah. people that would just like, you know, count the nails in the in the wall count yeah. like the the tiles on the floor right people would start hurting themselves people would do all kinds of things because you your body human beings need contact right. with other human i don't beings. care how much of an introvert you are no you always Eventually need, you have, need someone. you have someone and you need to have someone you need to have and not even just need to have them but need to have access to them right so for anybody that's being locked up in a room mm-hmm. that's barely as big as anyone's bed yeah for over 300 days like you're going to, you're going to snap yeah that's it there's this is inevitable so basically his tactic of of you know fight to live live to fight yeah it ended up being his downfall because mm-hmm. then when he was put in a place where he couldn't do that mm-hmm. he there's nothing left for him to do well i don't even know if it was just that like like you were saying you need to have interaction with people. So him not having that interaction with people. And then there's nothing else to do. Like, you're, you're not allowed to read. Like, it's not like you they feed you the paper or anything no. like that. And then he may not... He wasn't um, allowed to shower regularly. No. It's like he was... He, you already have all your rights stripped when you go to jail. Mm-hmm. And then when you're put in solitary... It's even further dehumanizing you. You're in the jail of the jail. Right, exactly. You're in the the bowels of the jail. So mm-hmm. that's what I think probably um probably drove him mad. Yeah. And then um when he came out. Yeah, so he was it never ends the same. up so it ends up that um they get to a judge who's like one of those like take no shit kind of judges. Mm. Um and they they finally get like a lawyer worth their salt. Mm. And basically what ends up happening is the judge is like, okay, we've been delaying this trial for three years. Why? Yeah. And there was no answer. Yeah. Basically. And they're just like, okay, do you have a, do you have a defendant or do you have a, a plaintiff? Yeah. No. Then why are we here? What are we doing? This is a backpack. Why is he yeah. in, why was he in Rockets for three years for a backpack? Get him out. So they threw the case out. Yeah. So he's released. And once he's released, he goes back home. He lived in the Bronx. I think he lived in Soundview. Mm. Um, he goes back home. And he starts to kind of like figure out the pieces of his life because he was locked up at sixteen. Yeah, and he comes out as eighteen, like an an well, adult. Yeah, he's an adult now. He went 19. as a child. Yeah, he went as a child, came out as an adult. Right, technically. So, but without those formative years of, you know, of that adolescence like he that he needed, prom. he missed prom, like he missed like graduation, he missed like so that many you things. Think about that right. you take for granted. So he ends up getting his GED. Yeah. He ends up going to college. Bronx Community college. college. He had like a three point five GPA. He or was something doing very like that. well. Yeah. And then you know like he would have like a social worker come and speak with him yeah. and just kind of just like make sure he was on an up and up. And then his 
not his case, but like the situation like blew up and he started getting a lot more publicity. Right. Because he, so like, he was on the Rosie O'Donnell. He was on the Rosie O'Donnell and um, you know, like people kinda started really like he was on a view. The view, yeah. sorry. But Rosie he was on a view with Rosie O'Donnell. Like, like, she she saw the story and was like, I need to bring him on. Yeah. And he was kind of like becoming like more, kind of like a local celebrity. Yes. A bit. And that was the problem. And that kind of also was an issue because then once he was out, he kept, he, he his mind mm-hmm. became paranoid mm-hmm. to where he started suspecting that PD was listening on him or FBI was listening on him, yeah. CIA was listening on him, and he was going to end up going back. Someone's going to kill him. Like he kept. He was, he snapped. He went. Yeah, but even worse, well, first, when he was in solitary, he tried to kill himself. Right. And he wasn't, I don't think, I don't think he was properly evaluated then. No. Because the guard just kind of looked at him. Yeah. Just, just, they just wrote him off. No, they looked at him hanging himself. Yeah. And they were just like. Are you going to do it? Yeah. And then he's hanging there and then eventually they cut him down. Mm-hmm. It was just like. Yeah. I, so the, then when he got home, he ugh. attempted to kill himself yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. And but then he also got like shot. Yeah, he, got he got shot stabbed. in an altercation. He got stabbed it's in like, an altercation. So it was just life just kept beating him up. Yeah. And no matter how many good things he did, like he met Jay Z, he met Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. He, you know, he he's he was doing really he's well doing really school. well in school, and he was getting with this program to kind of like be able to explore the world. Yeah, there was something where he would could travel. Right? right. It was like for like felons or what have you. Right, but it was like nine months away or something it was, like, like it was time too long away. away from when he needed it right but no it wasn't just that he i think he was willing to wait but remember they were um he was suing the city and right. it was a deposition and right. his lawyer was like you really shouldn't you shouldn't travel leave. during this right. time yeah, yeah so it was just like really so like mm-hmm. is all he ever wanted to do was just find peace yeah and no matter what and i mean even with all the positivity from like the the publicity he was receiving it yeah. was also kind of a downfall for him because it was publicity for something that kept reminding him of the time where he was basically tortured. Right. Yeah. And by the state. Yeah. So he finally took his own life. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I read that story, that was really sad. Yeah. And then um, he took his own life. His mother was, who already had like heart issues yes. and stuff like that. Um, his mother was, she visited him as often as she could. She and it took, was far. Because she lived in the Bronx. Yeah. And she had to commute to Rikers Island, which yeah. there's only one bus that goes there, and it goes across the Long Bridge. Yeah. And it's it's not a hop, skip, and a jump. Right. So for her, it was like almost a two, three-hour affair. Yeah. Just to get to see him mm-hmm. for maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. At a time. So she, you know, she has heart complications. When he dies, she's completely inconsolable. Like, she's completely done. So the lawyer and her end up taking up Khalif's fight mm-hmm. of trying to sue the city and trying to get Rockers just like reformed, trying to get the um corrections officer correction uh the what am I trying to say? Judicial system? Ju- basically just trying to get re- some reform yeah. with that system yeah. of there's no reason why anyone should be in Rikers Island, mm-hmm. which is not even like an actual penit like it's not a jail. No. It's just a it's it's like you're waiting. Ar- for- it's like Arguantanamo Bay, kind right? Of, it's you like know? you're waiting your trial yeah. in there. Yeah. So, is there's no reason for that to have happened to him, and then after a while, she ends up dying of a heart attack, yeah. which that was also really really sad. Yeah. Now De Blasio wants to close the prison down. Yeah. And it's kind of like a bittersweet ending to it because you think that they would have 
looked into doing these things well before the story became so big. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it takes a catalyst and a tragedy for things to get done. And just sucks all around because he won't be able to see it. I mean, they're also... I mean, yes, they're also... They've signed a bill that raises the age so that 16-year-olds are not prosecuted as adults. Mm-hmm. Which I think is also a big thing if we just consider in general... um the way that black men and black girls, just like black people in general, are looked at as if we're older right. than we actually are. Yeah. So perhaps raising the age will help them keep things in context about the fact that, you know, we, we are born as babies and then teenagers and then grow up to mm-hmm. be adults. We're not right. grown we're as, never children. Right. We're not we're not born as full grown people to be treated as full grown people and, and mishandle and stuff. So Right. I don't know if that'll make any kind of difference, and the story was really sad. I think you guys should check it out. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really sad, but it's worth watching just to get a full understanding of one specific story. Yeah. Um, It's a story that needed to be told. Yeah. I'm glad that his story was able to be told, and I'm glad that it reached the people that it reached, because... And and I'm sure he's not the only one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's one story out of how many like that. That got lost in that shuffle. Exactly. So that's... I I think we just keep that in mind when we're considering... (sighs) When we're considering um, the criminal justice system and the reforms that may need to be made. Right. All right, so we're going to pivot from that to talking about another tragedy. Okay, you cannot compare the two. I'm not comparing. Like, it's not, not It's not a tragedy. This isn't... It's this pretty isn't, messed up, but it's not a tragedy. Look, okay. I've been alive on this earth for 31 years. Uh-huh. And in that lifespan, I have never seen the New York Knicks championship banner raised. So for me... When was the last... Championship. In the 70s. Aww. So for me, this is a tragedy. Not to say that the Cleve Browder story right, and the no. New York Knicks are comparable, mm-hmm. but... This is tragic in its own this right. This is tragic in its own right. Okay. So the se- the regular season's over. Mm-hmm. Go yay whoever gets to win the championship because it won't be the Knicks. So I don't care. Aww. not watching them. I'm not watching the playoffs. I just don't. Are the Warriors in it? Warriors are in it, but I don't care. I- I'm just asking. I... So are the Cavaliers in it? The Cavaliers Who's are in it? it. So it's the on the East. It's uh-huh. the Cavaliers, the uh-huh. Celtics, uh-huh. the Hawks, uh-huh. um, Washington. Um, Wait, isn't Washington in the West? Washington's in the East, baby. The Washington, D- oh DC. I'm thinking the state of Washington. I'm no. like, what the hell is that? Okay, no, the state of Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no that makes sense. Sorry um, about that. Toronto mm-hmm. is in it. And a couple of other teams who I can't think of because they're not the Knicks. Milwaukee's in it. Um, Milwaukee cool. book. Sorry. That's pretty cool. I like Giannis. That's how Jarvo said it. One Giannis Atentacumpo. Wow. That is my dude. My goodness. The Greek freak. He's amazing. Oh, he's Greek as well? Yes. Because Porzingis is also Greek, yes? Porzingis is Latvian. Oh, why do I think he was Greek? Is there anyone else that's Greek? Like, that's a big... I don't know. Oh. I can't think. I just know Giannis. That's fine. Atentacumpo is one mm-hmm. of them. So that's the east, and the west is um, the oh, the bulls in the east, and that's the eight. Ah, I'm okay. sorry. And in the west, there's the um, the warriors and the thunder, the spurs, mm-hmm. um, the clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the blazers made it, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and some other teams, but basically, not the Knicks. So, um, 
the Rockets. Houston Rockets. Yep. Um, with OKC. Yep. Who is the guy that left and where does he play now? Kevin Durant plays for the Warriors. So they're both in it. Yep. They're mm. they're playing. Um, I forget who's playing who. I know that the Rockets are playing, um, the Thunder. Mm-hmm. The Warriors are playing somebody. Whatever. Man, I would love to see. I mean, it's impossible because they're both in the West. But no, it's not impossible. They could match up if they both win and move on and advance. No, but not in the finals. Not in the finals. That's what I mean. Like, That's what I, yeah. In the playoffs, they will. They could possibly I'm, play each I'm other. I'm interested to see that. If the, yeah, that would be cool. But right now, what's what's cool is that, um, the debate is going on about the MVP, which is between Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. and James Harden and LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard and Isaiah Thomas, Sonolo and. Add a Ted Takumpo on a Lolo. That's a but, long list. Um, my pick would be um, Russ. Westbrook, right? Because you have a triple double. He broke the triple double record. Oh, wow. That stood for over 40 years. Oh, wow. Like, you can't. It's. When you have a great season, mm-hmm. and I believe James Harden had an amazing season. Yeah. But Russell Westbrook broke records. Yeah. Harden did too, but Russell Westbrook broke more significant records, like okay. more longer standing records, and that's where I kind of put my hat. But okay, anyway, we're not talking about teams that are doing well. We're, teams, we're talking about teams that suck, oh. like the bum ass Knicks. Yeah. The bum ass Knicks yeah. decided um, that they didn't want to be good anymore. And they started sucking all kinds of wackness. But they always do this. I know this. I know this. And I and this is this is the pain and the tragedy of being a Nick fan. Is I don't that, know. It feels like you guys are masochists. Yes, we are. Because it always starts out. We're gonna do so well. I have really high hopes for us. Mm-hmm. And then it takes one or two bad games. Mm-hmm. And then. And then they're the bum ass Knicks again. Right. Always. Every right. year. Without fail. Yep. I mean, I understand loyalty. I just can't imagine. Yeah, so... so I can't imagine. The issue is here. Um, the final press conference of the season for the Knicks was uh, they interviewed Phil Jackson. And Phil Jackson, without um, outwardly saying it, essentially fired Carmelo Anthony. Like, like legit just said, yeah, you know... Carmelo Anthony wants the championship, I guess. He should go elsewhere to get that. So it's... But why him? Like, why pick on him? So the idea is that the whole joke of Carmelo Anthony not getting a ring, like the whole memes and everything like that, that that's they're funny and they kind of suck, but they that's what it is. Right. So the idea is um, Carmelo Anthony's getting close to retiring. Like right. He's been playing for a long time. Yeah. So... You know, you kind of want to have that championship. Like, that's the ultimate goal. No, I get it. And he is uh, not close to it. No. Especially on this team. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's just one of those situations where he has to kind of make a choice. Because he has two years left on the contract with a no-trade clause, but he can lift it if he wants to. If he oh. wants to explore his options. Oh, I see. Interesting. So, um, towards the middle of the season, there was, like, kind of, like, inferences made that maybe he might lift the trade ban on his contract and see what else where he can go um and then he ended up not doing that which mm. you know cool so then um this press conference with Jackson happens cuz basically Carmelo Anthony's just been looking like he's hurt this whole season like like mentally like feelings oh like oh. feelings his oh. feelings are just like distraught so like you see him in press conferences and like he's not shaving, oh. he, his his lineup is all crooked. He's going through a breakup. He's going through a breakup right now. He's phasing and out. And he, he's kind of just like I'm not really 
I'm not really feeling myself well, in this team. Yeah. Like, not really saying that. Like, he's saying all of the good, the right I'm going to be supportive and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I see what they're doing, and I'm going to just do what I can. But you could tell inside, he's just like, I can't wait to leave this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to go. Yeah. So, Phil basically just, all right, gave him the boot without really giving the boot. But that's still up to Melo to lift the trade ban or not. Right. And see what he would do. But yeah, so I'm I'm tight because Phil Jackson has not been the best. Um he's the general manager of the team, which okay. he he's the guy that like makes all the trades and signs right. all the players and stuff. Right. And he's been kind of like outwardly antagonistic against Melo of just kind of like questioning his heart and kind of like getting at his game. He's not the one that wrote the book. Wrote what that book? It was making fun it was flaming him, right? Um, no, that that wasn't him. Okay, okay. that was George Carl. Okay, okay. Yeah. So no, Phil Jackson. Um, he's basically like trying to coach the team without actually being the coach. So like, oh yeah, you guys, we're running a triangle, and I'm gonna get players here that know how to run a triangle, and it's just like, dude, the triangle only worked because you had Michael Jordan, who's the best player to ever play the game, Mm -hmm. run it, and then you had. Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal, two of the other best players in the game to ever play, mm-hmm. run the other part of it. Mm-hmm. That's like, you can't expect that success to just continue with players that are not at that caliber. Right. And Carmelo Anthony is no Michael Jordan. He's no Kobe Bryant. Right. And nobody is a Shaq. Right. So let's get that out of our heads mm-hmm. and figure out a system that's going to work and allow the coach to coach and allow the players to play. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing that, he's just kind of just in the media a lot, micromanaging a lot. And it's just really whack. And then James Dolan's bum face ass just always being around. And I just want to punch him so much because he sucks as an owner. He's terrible. He's a terrible human being. Okay. He's a terrible human being. It's proven. All right. He's a terrible human being. So I'm just like, I'm so tired of the Knicks. I'm tired of feeling like, you know what? This year's going to be our year. And then after a while, I stopped saying that. Yeah. Like, I kind of just like, we'll see. Like, it became way less optimistic once the whole Staten Mellow wave kind of died down. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, we're, we're just not, we're not getting players that are going to help. And then they signed Joakim Noah, and then he ends up getting suspended for 20 games for doing drugs. It's Whoa. just like, fam, like, it's just, it's just, this team is so, so cursed? whack and cursed and flammable mm-hmm. and just, they're terrible. They're a terrible franchise, and for him to... Maybe they need to reboot the Knicks. Not relocate them, but just, like, give them, like, a new name. Like, you know, they used to be at the Portland Bla- Trailblazers, but now they're, like, the Blazers. Right. You know, like, maybe give the well, Knicks a new sexy what, name. Well, like, what? They, it, they're they just pants. Right, but reboot them. Well, it used to be the Charlotte Hornets, but then they became the... Bobcats. Right. Right? And that sucked. No, I'm not saying... <laughs> I think it's better than a Hornet. I'd be scared of a, a bobcat is like a college team. That's fine, but a bobcat will still tear you from limb limb from limb. A bobcat could tear from limb from limb, but a hornet is fast and stings. Oh my god, it stung me once versus a bobcat. Yeah, and if you're throat. allergic, you're dead. You okay, die but the population of po- poison. Everyone's allergic to like having their throat ripped out though. Fine. So <laughs> do you see my point? Fine. So like maybe the what 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 are um the New York Pigeons? No. No. Okay, what are, no, What are you doing? I'm just thinking of the New York rodents. The New York. Hi. Yes, I'm just thinking of animals that are maybe indigenous to New York. 
pigeons and rodents and rats. What else do you know? What's our, what's this our state bird? I don't know. Right. But there, it wouldn't be ferocious. Maybe the New York Cougars. Do we have a cougar team? No, but that sounds whack. No, but that sounds whack. Wow. Go Cougars. Can we be the New York the New York Deadass? The New York Tims. The the Deadass New York Knicks. Maybe the New York Stomp You Outs. The New York. The New York Chopped Cheese. No, because you want it to kind of appeal to more people. But it should still be... Yeah, chopped cheese. They sell them in freaking Whole Foods. True. Insider food. It's true. You know what um, I'm saying? Let's see. So the, we're looking at... The New York Nutcrackers. I could rock with. I could rock with the New York Nutcrackers. That's actually not bad. I could rock with the New York Nutcrackers. Because it has actually. a couple of meanings. Yeah. It, I could rock with that. I could rock with that. So that's one. The New York Nutcrackers is a possible... But then our colors would have to change depending on like the meat not of the really. year. Not really. Yeah, because you have like the, the, the watermelon Nutcracker and then you got like the coconut Nutcracker. I'm familiar and then, with like, seeing the, the orange one. The so orange you could nutcracker. even keep the same colors. Yeah, I'm not changing colors. I love blue and orange. For whatever reason. Because they're great. Okay. But yeah, just the New York Nutcrackers. New York Nutcrackers. All right. NYN. The New York Nutcrackers. NYN, yeah. And then like... Every time they come out, you could like abbreviate this just the New York Nuts. Nope. That's done. No? No. How? Uh. Or just like the New York Crackers. <sighs> like you just so, you start walling out. So then when that we happens. Come out to, we come out to, we come out to wall out by, by, up. no, no, wall out by the locks. Okay, take it. Not Annie up, because that's, that's Brooklyn. We're going to let Brooklyn still, have that. It's still. A part of New York, though. The corner of them is not. Brooklyn is part... Well, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, uh, the New York Nutcrackers. Are there any, any other... Because I don't want you to go too far down. Uh, Are there any other fine. options? The New York Nutcrackers. I don't know. The New York Zeeks. Like, when you get a lineup and you get Zeke. No. No? All right. It doesn't have to be slang, per se. It has to be something New York. Okay, but... It's going to be inherently slang because more, it's New York. But I think we're more than slang. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess. Like the Lakers... The New York, the New York train delay. The, the, the New York train delay, sponsored by the MTA. No. And, and like, I, the Knicks could always have, like, a 20-point lead, and then they'll blow it in the fourth quarter because the train was late getting them no, back into the lead. No, not if we're trying to reboot the franchise. You right, want it to be uh, a good thing. You don't want the New York collapse. All right. No. Um, like you're slandering them, and I'm trying to build them up. Because they deserve to be flamed. That's why we're trying to reset the franchise and rebuild, rebrand the franchise. Well, first you need to get Dolan the hell out of being the owner. Because it's it just never going to work. Everything starts with a name. It so, starts with... Well, I mean, I'd rather have Wild Bill from Eddie as the owner of the Knicks than James Dolan's ass. Because at least he thought I could put basketball shoes on a damn horse and have a freaking random ass coach be from the stands one day and have her come through a real new yorker come through and tell the knicks what to do and tell stacy Patton to stop being a ball hog and get ivan to take charges and make sure that john sally's old ass knees could withstand a full season to get to the playoffs which which was messed up because eddie ended with them making the playoffs it ended with them making the playoffs and they didn't we didn't even see a playoff game so of course the movie version of the Knicks can't even win a championship. So no, I'm I'm tired of the Knicks. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. So I guess you don't want to play this game anymore. Okay. I mean, That's we can fine. still play the game. No, I still I like the New York Nutcrackers, though. We can't do any better than that. <sighs> I don't know. Let's see. What else is New York known for? Um, 
The New York Yerps. What would that logo new... even be? <laughs> I don't know. You just what be... would the logo even be? It would be a dude outside standing on the corner screaming up to like an open window. Like, Yerp, throw the keys. That's and a then very... like the keys are flying. The keys, the, the action is a, 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 a brownstone and a, a person throwing out some keys. But the keys are mid-flight because it's a photo. Keys are mid-flight. And the dude is rocking Tim's and a New York fitted, tilted to the side with the with the um tag still on it, and he's got the hand up, about to catch the keys, and then he has his other hand on his on his um cup mm-hmm. around his mouth, and he's going, Yeah. So my question for it. you is one, how big do you think these jerseys are gonna be? To accommodate this image. I mean And two, how big are these hats gonna be? The that's hats a are huge gonna be wild, bro. That's a huge a huge I mean you could always break it down into like, okay, um the dude is one part of the logo, the keys are another part of the logo, or you could just have There like, are no multi logo Yes they are. Logos. All teams have like secondary and, and tertiary, tertiary, that's logos. fine, but they're not pieces. It's not like a puzzle. It's just or a it different just be, symbol. Or the symbol could just be Y E R R R R R R R. Yer with an ellipses at the end. To let you know that the R's repeat infinitely. Infinitely. I don't. Uh-huh. I think. I. The Knicks suck. Okay. So we're going to move on from the Knicks because they suck. And they're whack. And okay. I hate them. All right. Until, until, until September. So yep. another piece of magic that happened this week was um, the long anticipated album of Kendrick Lamar's fourth studio release uh-huh. called Entitled Damn! Period. Yeah, why is everything in caps? Like all of the songs are in caps. All the songs are in caps with a period at the end. I don't know. He's he's got a weird branding thing. Cause like, like grammatically, that's just damn. It's like you're screaming for the whole album. But it's like he's screaming, but then it's like a point. It's not like right, an, it's not exclamation. an exclamation. It's just point. like it's just like they're just loud dams. I don't know. I don't know. So album's cool. I like it. It's not my favorite Kendrick album. Uh huh. Um, it's not. It's not. To be honest, it's not even a favorite album that I've heard this year. Okay. I think Joey Badass's. Um, I think it's called uh, All American Badass or All American something. Something like that. The Look one that up. it released last week, and I love that album. That album's amazing. So if you it's haven't heard of, mellow. if you haven't heard Joey Badass's latest album, do yourself a favor. Go on your iTunes, your Spotify, wherever you get your music. If you're gonna, if you're a pirate, go get your R on and. Get that Joey Badass song. That album is dope. But he sounds like a nineties rapper. Yeah. Yep. Dude from Brooklyn. Which is fine. Holding it down. So yeah, Kendrick's damn. No, sorry. Kendrick's damn. Right. It's pretty dope. I like it. Um I What's your favorite song? What's your least favorite song? My favorite song would have to be DNA. Okay. Followed by Loyalty with Rihanna. Okay. Followed by Duckworth, which is just like madness. Okay. Followed by um, fear. Okay. Followed by love. Okay. So followed by triple X. Okay. With U2. With U2? U2. Really? The band? The band U2. It's not necessarily Bono, but U2 is like playing. But like maybe for like half a track because it like the beat switches up like three times in that song. Interesting. So it's it's a great album. Um, My least favorite song? Yeah. Because you just listed six of your favorite songs. I listed songs. like half the album. So I'm just like... Um, also, Humble is still great. Okay. So, um, I don't really get 
I don't really like lust too much. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I have to kind of like sit there more with it. I mean, the first time I heard it, I was in the gym. Got it. So I was just going straight off of like, are these beats powerful enough to make it to my gym playlist? Right, right, right. And the songs I listed are all like kind of like anthems for me to be in the gym and like do some deadlifts. Gotcha. But then um, the songs like Lust and Love, which kind of go together. Mm. And um, it's a couple of other songs that I'm like... It's cool, but I have to like sit down and actually listen to the lyrics to see what he's saying. So I'm I'm aware that there's a little whole temporary going on in no. it, but you know that's just hip hop at this point. You no. kind of have to take the good with the bad and accept that people are going to be flawed. No. Um, and not to say that Kendrick is necessarily flawed because he has some whole tep tendencies, but you know it's just people. Some people just believe certain things and. You just have to you have to understand where they're coming from, and you also have to understand like how far they're willing to go with that whole temporary. So mm-hmm. like, is he a Tyrese whole tap, or is he like? I don't a, know if anyone's a Tyrese level whole. You know, but I mean that's like the end of the spectrum. Mm. That's what I mean. So like, how far along the whole tap spectrum would you place him? That's just kind of like how you would be able to tell if this is someone you can deal with. But just because you hear his music, it doesn't mean you know where he falls on the spectrum. Maybe because not. Because think about it. Like, we're not... If we were to go off of Tyrese's music, you wouldn't place him as a whole tep at all. True. You know what I mean? You I need mean, to the hear... only thing he's ever done was Sweet Lady and singing on a coat, on a, on a nah, Pepsi bus or whatever. A, he has other songs. Like, mm. name one. Mercy. Besides Sweet Lady? Besides Sweet Lady. Uh, and you can't... And the coat song on the bus doesn't count i'll have to come back because i know he is because he couldn't have had this much longevity with just one song no because he's an actor that's the pivot no 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 yeah no no but he was doing music for quite some time i know he i mean he was in angel of mine but he didn't sing in it no he was the, he was the, the love interest he was acting um i can't think of any other tyree songs at all yeah i can't but i can't even figure that out but anyway if you were to go off of that mm-hmm. you wouldn't know but when he talks you hear his totepery so the fact True. that who um the how are you gonna act like that oh yeah huh, signs crazy. of love making oh is that the album it's on no no sounds no, of love making is another song i don't know that song at all sounds of love making ah Signs like, are you a Gemini? Are you? A oh, I don't remember okay. the, the melody. Probably, once you get into the astrology part, yeah, I don't like, remember I'm the not. melody, but I do remember. So that's at oh. least three songs by Tyrese. Come back to me, shouty. Not familiar with that. Turn ya out. Not on top of me, dumb shit. Okay, we're done here. Yeah, but so my point is, if Tyrese's hotep. Uri mm-hmm. was not expressed through his music, mm-hmm. but he's wild hotep. Yeah, imagine where Kendrick falls if it is expressed through his music. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. You know, we need to see what he, where he you stands have to see on what his, things. What his verbal is going to be exactly of, off the beat. What does he re- re- respond to things as? Because mm-hmm. I, both, I feel like there was some drama. It might have been him or J Cole that he, they responded to something, and it was like a very ignorant response. But mm-hmm. I don't have any specifics. So. I have not listened to Damn. I probably won't listen to Damn. Why not? I don't know. As I expressed to you, I'm just like... The the hip-hop is kind of fading. That. But no, when you were talking, I was like, I don't want to like all the things that you like. But we're married. Yeah. We're gonna. That's inevitable. Uh, not, Part uh, of why we are together is because we like similar things. Yeah, but not everything. So you draw the line at Kendrick Lamar? I don't know. 
That might be my. That might be where I draw the line in the sand. But is it like? Do you like honestly don't like him as an artist, or is I it just I you're refusing heard, to like him because I haven't I do. heard anything. I haven't listened to any of his songs. I have not listened to Pimp to Pimp a Butterfly. Was apparently apparently is his magnum opus. Yes. I've not. It's my favorite album of his. Right. I've Debatable not. with others, but for me, it's fine. Like. The only things I hear from him are the singles that you played. So Don't Kill My Vibe. Yeah. And the uh, Liquor song, Pool. All right. I don't, know. I don't even know the real name. Pool we going to be all right. No, 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 not that. Pool for Liquor I'm Diving. That's that's the same song. But the beat is... Are you sure the it's the same song? We going to be all right. That's... No, all right is a different song from that. Okay. So you, what are you saying? You today? kept singing. You kept singing. Um, Pool for Liquor. Yeah. I'm gonna die. Yeah, yeah. One or three shots. That's drowning pools. Right. That's what I was saying. Swimming pools. Right. So I know of that song. Uh huh. I know of the first one that I mentioned. And then we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. And then I. What's that? Um, that was off of Tipping Buffalo. I can't remember how it goes because I'm stuck on, I'm stuck on this new album. So in any event, no, I Mm -hmm. I don't I haven't listened to anything, and I don't know if I will. Okay, that's fair. I'll let you know if that changes. Mm-hmm. But at this point, you're just you're not you're not on the bandwagon. There's plenty of other music for me to consume. Well, I will always have an application for you if you ever decide to jump on the the stand wagon. Nope. For Kendrick. No. I'm. I'm not. I don't. I feel like I'm like a, a high ranking official on the Kendrick stand wagon. I don't stand for any of these current artists. Mm-hmm. If you didn't make it in, you when stand I was, for Bruno Mars. That's different. How is that different? And presumably he has a little more longevity and been around a little bit longer. Because he's a, a songwriter. No, no, no. But I mean, like, he's been at this longer. So for me, I think there was a cutoff point for me musically. It's like no new friends. For me, it's like no new artists. So when was that year that you decided I'm not I'm sure. Done? It may have been like 06. It feels like 06 or 07. I don't know of anybody who's come out as a new artist after that. I'm like, oh my God, I love... I don't feel that way. Okay. Think of all the stuff that I listen to. You listen to a lot of old stuff. Older stuff. Yeah. On repeat. Right. Okay. That, and like, fair. even though, like, for instance, I like Beyonce, but Beyonce's been out forever. Yeah, Beyonce's... You know what I mean? I can't yeah. think of any... So even if I'm listening to her newer stuff... Yeah, we grew she, up with Beyonce. Right. She's well past or well before the 06, 07 cutoff yeah. point. Okay. So she made it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I understand. So anyone after oh six, you're kind of just like who? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of an artist that has made it. I'm trying to think of anyone that maybe you could. Hmm. Who would you have? Exactly. Liked. Right. I guess not. Right. I can't think of anyone. I don't. It was an arbitrary thing. I think at like a twenty one, I was like, or twenty, I was like, we're done here. Right. Maybe maybe oh seven. I can tell you now. Actually, the only artists that maybe it were introduced would have been like alternative. Okay. So like when you had me listen to like um, Paramore, and then right. when I found out about um, uh oh uh, oh damn it, Flyleaf. Yes. Yeah. When I found out about them, it was different. But in terms mm-hmm. of like quote unquote urban artists, right? I uh, I got nothing. I guess. Years active for Bruno Mars, 2004 to present. He just so made it. He made it. Okay. Weird, right? That's fair. I don't know why. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to think. 
Yeah, I got. I can't even. Think Nobody. Of, like, yeah, I'm just trying to remember people you listen to that I recall you just saying, "I like this." There's no one that I can think of. Right, I haven't even gotten post. into Solange, and Solange has been out for ages. But I and you put me on the Solange, but I, like I was the, not a fan. Of I do hers. like the Cranes in the Sky. I like that album, but I've only listened to it like it. I haven't banged that album. I love that album much too. I'm sure. I'm sure people are going to come Everyone for my was, edges. Yeah. But that's fine. You, you nothing against set it. Off a hive. It's fine. I have nothing against her. Don't, I think she's talented and has a, a lovely voice. But I uh-huh. tend to listen to what I listen to. And I like a lot of 90s R&B mm-hmm. and like 2000s hip hop. Lil Dicky. Yeah, but I wouldn't listen to this album on, on my own. True. Just because I listen to it because you play it. I, I play can appreciate it. it. That's true. But I'm not like, you're oh, not, let me download. You're not telling me, oh, yo, I got that new Lil Dicky on deck. Mm-mm. That's true. You're not doing that. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, good on you, I guess. I don't know. I think that's kind of stick in the mudish. No. I mean, you have to think. Our parents had a cutoff point, too. There wasn't like they were listening to the stuff we were listening to. True. They were listening to the stuff that they grew up with. I guess. And at a point, they, they was like, okay, this is where music stops for me. And everything else after that is noise. It's not noise. Like, there are, like, you know, like I said, Lil Dicky. I like a couple of his songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would watch his videos. I may go, you know, maybe I will download some of him. Right. Why not Kendrick? Why don't I feel that way about Kendrick? Because I downloaded J. J. Cole. Cole. I downloaded J. Cole's yeah. stuff, and I listened to a couple of things. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like I'm going to only go back and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll I'll think about that. If mm-hmm. I come up with an answer, I'll let you know. All right. But as of right now... Even female artists. Like Azalea Banks. You, you tried to get me she on She almost there. made it, but, nah, but she's, she's a trash wild, bag. Wild, wild insane. She's unbalanced. Yeah. So, yeah, even her. Like, she made it for a while. And then I'm like, no. That 2 on 2 song. I was in the gym with I'd that I'd still bang that. I would I, still I bang that, that song. That song was really good. I was in the gym with that for a minute. Right. Just, like, going off. Well, Janelle, no, but Janelle Monet, I think it's been out since after. Uh, Let's check Janelle Monet. Her. He said... After 08, right? That's 06. Your, 06. Yeah. 06 is your point of... Mm-hmm. It seems to be like a, a soft cutoff point. Mm, excuse me. Let's hit the old Google machine. Let's see. Janelle Monet. When did when were you active? I probably spelled that wrong. Well, it should come up regardless. Yeah, you should be faster. Um, Am I a freak? Forget. Ding down. Man, I can't... Oh, there we go. Years active, two thousand and three. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, she was always she was kind of a um, she was always singing like in background. Mm. So that's probably when oh seven is like her first album. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I guess yeah, that's fair though. But I mean, yeah, I mean, at some point we all have like a point where we realize that. New music isn't for us. Yeah, but you're still embracing new music. Because I just love music in general. So do I. But I, like, not to say you don't love music, Mm. but I'm always searching for new things. And, like, I think that a lot of people who are adventurous. Yeah. A lot of people who are our age don't really like to take chances on things because they're afraid of either getting too attached to something that may not be what they think it is originally Mm. or. It's not as good as like this. They already kind of already going with the idea that this is not going to be as good as the thing that I grew up with. Mm. So for me, I always go into anything with open mind. Mm-hmm. And as harsh as I can be a critic, mm. I'm always aware of things 
in like its own vacuum mm. as opposed to just saying, okay, I'm going to compare Kendrick Lamar to Jay-Z. I'm not doing that. That's, that's not ways. fair. And that's completely different, completely different types of rappers, completely different types of artists. Yeah. So I'm not, that's not fair. But Kendrick Lamar on his own, I can take on his own. J. Cole on his own, I can take on his own. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I can. But they com- are contemporaries. They're not contemporary. Jay Z and and not Jay Z, but I and mean Kendrick and J Cole. So like I think um we watched the uh, Rosenberg uh-huh. say that Kendrick Lamar is the best rapper in history. Right. Right. And that was kind of like a hot take, controversial statement. But when people don't realize is that it's not he's not saying that he's better at Jay Z. Period. He's saying that he is the best rapper as far as lyrically. Um, he feels that that's his. Right. That's the one. And I think when you're making that kind of assertion, maybe before you say it, you should say these are the categories that mm-hmm. go into that right. for me for my ranking. Because people will like, best rapper alive is blah, 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 blah. Yeah. but how you're defining best rapper may not be how I'm defining best rapper, and that's what we don't see to eye to eye. But and it's also people kind of take opinions to you know opinions are personal. They are so. Everyone's going to per- put their own kind of like emotions into their opinions. Yeah. So if I say that I don't like X and you love X. Mm-hmm. How dare you not like X? How yeah. dare I not like X? I, there's something else to be wrong with me because right. X you is excellent X to is you. X is amazing. X is so, excellent. But for me, X is what it was to me. This mm-hmm. is why. And for me, it's always best when you give a ranking of something or when you give like a definition of something, you have to be able to explain yourself. Mm. You can't just arbitrarily throw out. 10 out of 10s or 5 out of 5s or whatever's or 5 out of 7s for things that you have no idea you can't explain in words why you feel that way right you know what I mean like you, if you just say that this is something I like then that's something you like that's that's a statement you can make mm. like for me I always kind of like I do the ranking out mm-hmm. of 5 or whatever because it's just I can explain why I gave this a ranking mm-hmm. and even if you disagree with me mm-hmm. we can have a discussion about our opinions right. without having it being me attacking yours or you attacking mine. Right. But as speaking on Kendrick again, Kendrick's damn is pretty dope. I like it. I wonder if it's because he's from the West Coast. And what what would because of he's from the West Coast what? Why well, I don't listen to him. Did you ever listen to Snoop? No. Nothing against Snoop. Like I don't have any of Snoop's albums. Or Pac? Uh I think I've listened to a few of Pac's albums. Or Cube? No, no Cube. No exhibit. Well, exhibit's whack. Right, but he's in the West Coast. Yeah. The furthest I got, hmm, maybe I'll give him a try. I'm just saying, I could throw you on to a couple of songs. I'll figure it out myself. Or I'll let you, okay, you can have a good I don't want to be guided. Live your own life. Yeah. Do your thing. Right. I will let the world guide you. I have to figure things out on on my own when it comes to music. Yeah. I'm open to suggestions, but I like, like, I came upon Bruno Mars on my own. No one was like, oh, I love this song. Mm -hmm. Well, F you because you love that song. No. (laughs) You know, I fell in love with Uptown Funk, mm-hmm. and from there, it's just been a whirlwind romance between me and Bruno. Right. On my own. In my own time. That's fair. And it's also that I think I sometimes come to music well after people are on it. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's just me consuming media in general. I don't like to be on it when other people are on it, which is why I usually never watch shows when they're actively running. Mm-hmm. I watch them when they're done, and I enjoy them. I binge them and enjoy them in peace, and then unpack them myself. Right. So that could be what's happening. Okay, that's fair. Maybe I need Kendrick Starr to die a little bit. I mean, I don't think that it is anytime soon. Man. Because he's kind of like... I like to either be there at the beginning when people are bubbling up. Mm-hmm. 
and be like, oh yeah, I remember them when they were like da da da. But I don't like to be a bandwagon. I prefer to be there from the beginning as well. But it's there's nothing wrong with catching someone who's at the height of their powers and then kind of just appreciating their work going backwards and seeing how they came how up. How they've grown, right. You know? I just don't like being a bandwagoner. No. I I agree with you with, on that sense, but at some point you just tell the cream always rises to the top, you just have to recognize it. Mm. You can't always like like you can't you can't have the attitude that you don't want to be a bandwagon hopper just because this thing is hot and everyone's on it. If Everyone is on it. It kind of creates a JJ opinion a little bit. Right. So either you're not going to like it because everyone likes it. Right. Or you're going to actively fight you liking it because of that. Right. Instead of just saying, you know what? This is good. Yeah. Like, you know what? It is good as advertised or even better as advertised. Mm. Or maybe not as good as advertised, but still good nonetheless. Mm. You just have to mm. find your way through it. Mm. You know? Like, everyone is like, oh, the Power Rangers movie is dope. Cool. Yeah. I couldn't care less. I'm probably going to end up seeing it. I, I may not are. pay for it. Right. But, you know, I'll wait for it to be digital or whatever. But I'm right. not... I was never going to rush to see it. Mm. But everyone's saying it's good. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it is. Or it may not be. Mm. But I'm not in a rush to see things like that. Mm. I just... I don't... People's opinions don't really affect me like that. Like, when pe- when it comes to ranking media. Because it's subjective. Anyone's perception of one thing could be reflective of what they're going through in their own personal life. Right. Which is why something may resonate with them in that moment, but it may not in other moments. Right. Like, people love Kanye West's 808 and Heartbreak. Mm-hmm. I hate that album. That album is garbage. I don't know what's on that. It's all the it's the auto-tune album. Oh. That album's garbage. Mm, but because yeah. it's, it's garbage to me, because it's so damn depressing. It is. And I never was in that state that... That was something that I could sit and resonate with. It was just never a point. Like, I'm always looking for positivity. I'm always looking for, like, you know, uplifting things. And that album was very just kind of just mellow and brooding. And I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Even Not mellow, melancholy. That's probably what you mean. Because mellow's kind of chill. Mellow's chill. Yeah, Yeah. melancholy. Thank you. Yeah. But even with, even with just appreciating it for its, its composition. Yeah. For, for everything else. I just can't. I just can't say that I like it ever. That's fine. You know? And that's just that's just my opinion. But that doesn't mean that your opinion is wrong. Your opinion is right for you. Right. My opinion is just right for me. Right. Opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. Word. Mm-hmm. But are a little, some people's opinions are a little tighter than others. We're going to move on. Yeah, let's... <laughs> We're gonna, drop, we're gonna skate right past that we're one. We're just gonna move right on from that. Sorry one. about that. That's I don't weird. know what that was. I don't Jordan. either. Goodness. All right. So, um, if you are from New York, like we are, you know that today being Sunday, this day we're recording. Right. It was a lovely eighty-eight point <laughs> eight 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 degree yeah, day. It was mad hot. The state today. of everyone's coconut oil was in a liquefied Abs- kind of manner. Damn sure liquefied. It was very lovely. Um, we were outside in Central Park we today. Were. We were kicking it with some friends. It was dope. Um, yesterday really? wasn't as it wasn't. gorgeous as today. It wasn't. Um, but chilly. Yesterday we were invited to um an event. Yeah. In Brooklyn called Smorgasburg. Yes, which is a play on Smorgasburg. Which is a play on play on Smorgasburg. Mm-hmm. Smorgasburg is something I've never heard of before in my me life. Th- me neither. Um, apparently it's like a 
every weekend they and do this? every weekend um it's, from when it gets warm through i think october right when it starts to get cool they 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 stop they having it. it right and on it's always in brooklyn saturdays mm. it's um in williamsburg by right. the water and, and on smorgasburg Sunday, yeah and on sundays it's um in prospect park okay um, and it's just, it's like a street fair. It's a street fair. You know? It's, you know, it's just a bunch of, you know, like, bunch of shops kind of just like selling their wares, their food, their clothing, their jewelry, their whatnots, their knickknacks and their paddywax. Right. And so we were there yesterday, um, after church with our friends. Yeah. Um, and had a good, excuse me, had a good time. As did I. And so the one thing that I will always, uh, fight. Yeah. Is Brooklyn people? Yeah, well, not literally. Not not literally. No, no. I don't throw hands. I'm an adult. Yeah. But I mean, people from Brooklyn who are from Brooklyn. Yeah, we're not. So we're not talking a gentrified. No, not not new Brooklyn. Yeah. We're talking about like people from Brooklyn who are like from Brooklyn, Bed Stuy, Do or Die, right? And 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 the pink houses and like. Just any part Anytime of you say Brooklyn, someone has to scream Brooklyn for no no reason whatsoever yeah. in any context. Yeah, Brooklyn people, you got so we're we're coming at this from two different perspectives, mm-hmm. but the same amount of like confusion and vitriol towards Brooklyn. Word. Because I'm from Queens and I'm from the Bronx. Right. So I don't know what it is about Brooklyn people that feel that they're in constant competition with Queens. But anytime I say when I'm meeting new when I used to meet new Brooklyn people, they're like, "Oh, well, Queens is whack," and I'm just like, "But you asked me where I was I was from, and I was just stating that I was from Queens." Mm-hmm. So there's something I think Brooklyn has like an inferiority complex. But like even like when, when they say, Queens, I'm "Sorry," but even when they say, "Oh, that's you're from Brooklyn, you're from Queens, Queens is whack," they never explain what makes it whack. What exactly? What is whack. what about Queens don't you like? That, that is clean. That were the biggest borough that were because there's you, no alternate side street. There's no alternate. There is in certain areas, in certain areas. but it's not as as uh, prevalent. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want this to be a Brooklyn Queens or a Brooklyn Queens Bronx or a Bronx versus Brooklyn thing. But I will tell you guys, as a Queens person, I've had enough of your crap. Okay, right. I've grown up with this crap. Enough is enough. You guys are overpopulated. You are not the biggest borough, and you're overpriced. You're overpriced. You're overpopulated, and Queens is the largest borough. We have plenty of room to go around. There's there's um there's clean air. It's diverse. It's very nice. So you guys are going to stop slandering Queens be- by way of just saying because it's whack. Word. Okay? Word. And as a Bronxite, um Good grief. who had been in Brooklyn for the last Right. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you Lord. off. Go well, ahead. let me just get in my credentials here. Shoot your shot, so, baby. I went to high school in Brooklyn. I yep. met my Jordios in Brooklyn. Holland. Um Tip. My church is from Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Like, Word. original churches in Brooklyn. So, don't think that I'm just, like, a Queens person who's judging Brooklyn from afar. I've been in Brooklyn. Yeah. I was in Brooklyn before it became fancy schmancy pants Brooklyn. Speak your shit, baby. Okay? So, let's not play the game. But let's just know that while I was slumming it with these Brooklyn people, I then went back to my castle in Queens and called it a day. That's why they call me the bougie. Sheesh. <sighs> All right. Mike's hot. Good grief. So. Freaking Brooklyn people. Word. So, just like you were saying, I was also from the Bronx, and I've been in Brooklyn for the last 20 years of my oh, yeah, damn life. Yeah, now you work there, too. Because I worked there. I went to college there. I went to high school there. Yeah. So, Brooklyn has pretty much been half my life. Yeah. Right? 
And it's always been far. And it's always been a freaking struggle. Yeah. It's always been a struggle. So the one, there's like always three things that as a Bronx dude, Brooklyn people love to do. And there's one trash the Bronx because they feel it's too violent. Mm. Brooklyn Bro- people violent. feeling that the Bronx is too violent. It's right. pretty funny. Right. That's one. The second thing is, yo, the Bronx is mad far, son. Well, Meanwhile, it takes you an hour to get from one end of Atlantic Avenue to the other end of Atlantic Avenue mm. with no damn highways and eight million stoplights in a way right. and one lane of traffic. Right. So chill with that. It's too far. Right. It takes you the same amount of time to get from my job in downtown Brooklyn to my home in the, the upper mid Bronx. Right. The so upper mid Bronx. We're, we're not in the South Bronx, baby. No, we're, we're not. We're doing skating from that area. Yeah. And then the third thing is that. No matter how much, like, I'll talk about, you know, I love my borough. I love right. where I'm from. Right. Like, you all, you, everyone has a sense of pride from they where they're do. from. They do. Unless and they're from Staten Island. Word. Yeah, sounds like. Yeah. But, like, everyone has a sense of pride where they're from. And that's great. Because right. that's just life. Right. But every time I do something that's like, yeah, the Bronx, I just did something. Yeah. We're representing. Remy Ma, yeah, the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just Brooklyn people just jumping out of nowhere and just start yeah. slandering for nothing. For no reason reason so my uh, so coming from queens i was very confused between the beef between brooklyn and the bronx because to me they were equally hood so i'm just being i'm keeping i mean that's not that's that's not untrue you know what i mean they're equally hood it's just (laughs) different types of people like i feel like brooklyn people are like gutter and like bronx people are grimy to me it's and it's all global it's all global right so it's it's the Funk, other flesh, side of, dropping bombs, lugs. It's the other Jordan. We don't have any production, so it's not I'm like sorry. that. Any bombs gonna be inserted? I mean, in, I'm inserting in them in right now verbally okay. so that you can mentally imagine imagine that there's okay. a bomb being dropped That's because fine. we said grimy, gutter, global, but we don't gangsta. Have, we don't have posts. Funk flex, right. funk fliggity. Okay, go flex, go flex. Who's a Brooklyn go dude? Flex. Presumably, he's probably from Brooklyn. Probably is from Brooklyn. So, like, I, who makes lugs? I guess for me, <laughs> sitting from where I was. I was like, what are they even arguing about? They're both yeah. the same. Yeah. Obviously, the people aren't the same, mm-hmm. but they are. Mentalities you know? are very similar. Right. It's just, but there's so much Hoods like, are very similar. Hood, and they're hoods yeah. and queens. Hoods are hoods are hoods are yeah. hoods. That's so true. the fact that like the Bronx is like, ah, Brooklyn is trash. And Brooklyn is like, ah, the Bronx is trash. I'm like, hood, the hood is trash. Hood Everybody's is hood is yeah. trash. Yeah. South yeah. Jamaica's trash. You know what I mean? Hoods are trash is what mm-hmm. it is. So, um, I, that was always very confusing to me. And now that I live here, eh, it's, it's a lot of people. Yeah. But Brooklyn has way more people, yeah. I feel. There's like tons and tons of people. Um, I don't know. It's like, I, I feel like it's a hood like any other. There's really nothing as like detrimental. Like when I told people I was moving, like my folks, we were moving to the Bronx. Mm. They were like, yeah. hope you don't get shot. They I'm were like, all like, worried. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. So... I was so upset. Right, but the, but the areas that I used to hang out in Brooklyn, I was probably way more likely to be shot or to be accosted because it mm. was that's before it was gentrified Brooklyn. So right. the fact that my parents never saw it that was before that, artisanal butter, like the, flavored artisanal butter that yeah. we saw at Schmorgan. That was a real, and that's not even a joke. No, that's, that's a real thing that I saw yesterday. Sriracha butter, sriracha butter, which was dope, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, like New yeah. Brooklyn. I'm sorry. Go ahead, but please. Like, New Brooklyn is so weird. So like. You know, like, I'll see, like, a bunch of, like, those articles of, like, how Brooklyn's gentrification happened and how a lot of people got bought out, this and that. And it's like, yeah, gentrification sucks because it, it does. 
But it's really funny to see um, how, like, hood Brooklyn people still try to maintain that Brooklyn is still hood. Yeah, but it's Or, like, not. they're part of Brooklyn is still hood, despite yeah. the fact that there's, like, tandem bikes now <laughs> rolling down bike lanes that are prefixed. Yeah. And, like, there's a freaking cat dairy store for people you You're know what stupid. i mean like this mad this mad weird stuff we passed the hat shop we did pass like the a hat legit shop. hat shop yesterday but just like way. haberdashery people right like, you know what i mean right like 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 you get your steampunk hats and your, yeah your, you know all kinds of stuff so like new brooklyn is so weird and it's specifically williamsburg because williamsburg's always been kind of weird so mm. that's kind of just like you you like they voted trump so uh. williamsburg's always been weird okay so it's not even so much just Williamsburg, but now because it's being spread to like, you know, Stuyvesant is Bed Stuy is, is now Stuyvesant Heights. Heights, yeah, and um, you know, like there's like kiosks in in Brownsville yeah. that like you could plug in your Wi Fi yeah. and stuff. Like there's a lot Bushwick of like is popping. Bushwick is popping. I remember when Bushwick was not safe. You know, like like it's all. just once they start spreading all the way out to East New York, yeah, it's gonna get a little. I think they're in Crown Heights already, or they're all on their way to Crown Heights. Yeah. So I say that to say that the Brooklyn people who are, or hood Brooklyn people who are trying to assert that they're still hood, Brooklyn is not still hood. Mind you, those hood Brooklyn people that still think Brooklyn is hood moved away from Brooklyn years ago. Right. And they're no longer in Brooklyn right. to tell you that Brooklyn is still exactly. hood. Exactly. Like most of the hood Brooklyn people who are from Brooklyn are now like in Virginia. In Virginia, or talking like, about oh, like there's no roadie down here. Where they're like, yeah. get out of here. You're like, you Brooklyn was too hood for you. Yeah, you ran out. Yeah, so, like, you, you left. Didn't, you didn't stay and fight. Right. <laughs> like you did. Right. So it's it's just the slandering of other boroughs from Brooklyn people is just like guys. Right, because I see like ultimately there's really nothing wrong with Brooklyn. I have no, no problem with it. It's I love just Brooklyn. like sometimes you guys go like a little too. Hard. Like, y'all take that Brooklyn We Go Hard song too hard. You take it literally. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I appreciate the love for that you have for your borough. Um, mm. You just guys need to be a little... Like, you basically are like America to other countries. Yeah. The way So the way that Americans go to other countries and go mad, America! That's how niggas in Brooklyn are about Brooklyn. Word. Brooklyn! We're, but we're in Queens, though. Yeah, but I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That, that's, that's fine, but we are currently not there. Home of Biggie and Jay. Like, right, right. Like, so, no one asked for any of this. Right. So if you guys hate the way Americans look in other countries, think about how you sound as a Brooklyn person in other boroughs and other states. Word. So, so like, when people are like, oh, you know, if you're in, like, Cali or whatever, and they're like, mm. oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from New York. No, Brooklyn people are like, I'm from I'm Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Like, like, why? It's, un- it's unnecessary. <laughs> it's so aggressive. Truthfully. It's so, so aggressive. So please stop. Please stop. Word. Be proud. Be happy about where you're from. But just kind of th- read the room a bit. Yeah. You know? Maybe the Brooklyn, the, the be on your chest isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe the Brooklyn tattoo is a little bit of overkill. Might be a bit much. Strong <sighs> reach. Strong reach. I already know that people are going to be angry. We're probably going to lose a lot of people. Sorry, though. We have to be honest. We have to be. We have to speak our truth. Yeah. We are living our best life. I mean, ultimately, we'll probably always love Brooklyn because we met in Brooklyn. Brooklyn will always, like, okay. So, I'm going to keep it. Our strong friend group is from tech. Yeah. So, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it it 100 right now. Like, I love, I love Brooklyn. I've grown to love Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not that I, it was never always a love. I've grown to love it. 
like some of my best friends are from Brooklyn. Right. Some of my uh, closest uh, pals are from Brooklyn. Like, yeah. like my college buddies, yeah, my yeah, high school yeah. people, uh, my coworkers, whatever. Right. My jobs there. Right. I, I love Brooklyn. Right. I love being. I don't necessarily love being in Brooklyn, but I love Brooklyn. I have yeah. love for Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn people. Brooklyn people. Right. So for me, it's just about toning down the hype yes. of Brooklyn. Yes. So it's not even that Brooklyn is better than anyone else or that the Bronx is better than anyone else or Queens or Staten Island or Manhattan or anything. Right. It's just like, all right, you're going to rep where you're from. Rep right. your set. Rep that's your just set. that's just what life is. Yeah. But there's a point where you just kind of have to just dial it back. And just kind of chill out. Yeah. Like, turn it from 11, maybe go down to 9. Yeah. I'm not saying turn it off. I'm not saying don't rep where you're from. Because I always say I'm from Queens. And I'll I'm... always rep the BX. Right. That's just me. Right. But, but for you to go, like, for you to go in like, oh, man, the Bronx is so garbage. And yeah. you've never set foot in it. That's And that's a thing, like, too. Like, chill out. Like, I definitely <laughs> had that perception of the Bronx before I moved in. Before mm. before we started dating. I was like, I'm not. For what? What am right. I going to the Bronx for? And even with Queens, I'm just like. Yeah. You have uh, 86th Avenue and a road and yeah. a street and a boulevard, and yeah. I know where the hell I was going. Right. And that makes sense. So I think that in general, this is, we initially started out talking to Brooklyn, but I think it's us talking to people in the other boroughs, or even if you're not in New York and you're in from another city or another town or whatever, try to embrace or appreciate or learn about the other borough or the other city or the other town. Mm-hmm. Because while people may do things slightly differently, it doesn't mean that it's wrong, and it might just be cool to see how people live and see how people do things and see that we're actually more the same, more similar than we realize yeah. we are. You right. know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, we all have terrible commutes, right? Yeah, it's garbage. We all have garbage commutes. We all have, like, usually have corner stores where we can get delicious noms. Like, I think um, my sister, she... When she came here and we took, I took her to the deli, she was impressed by the, the wide berth of food options that are available right. in the deli. You know, yeah. because not all, deli, not all delis are made the same. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go to another borough, try out their deli. See what their eats are. Just, mm-hmm. you know, don't be afraid to see what's out there. Don't be afraid to push yourself. Don't Explore the world. Explore the world. So, like, for me, it was always an issue because I have friends that I grew up with in my, era, in my, in my hood yeah. who've never been outside of the Bronx. I can't imagine and that. Right. So, like, for me, it's just, I can't, right, I can't imagine just always being in one place all the time. Yeah. And just only knowing, you know, these this this square footage of, of yeah. land. So, for me to tell people, like, you have to kind of get out there and explore the world. Yeah. Don't just do it aimlessly. Right. Like, have a, have a plan, have a plan, obviously. Yeah. But, like, for me... I never had to go to Brooklyn until I went to high school. Like, I didn't know anyone in Brooklyn no. to, to ever have to go to Brooklyn. No, I've been doing Brooklyn since I was a kid. Right. So, child. for me, going to Brooklyn be, was just, like, a means to an, a means to an end. Right. Like, I'm like, I'm just here to be in school. Yeah. Oh, I'm just here to be in college. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, now I'm just here to work. Yeah. So, it was always just, like, a constant kind of just, like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Right. Part. But... While I'm here, let me go explore some stuff and see what's out here. Yeah. You know, like, I take a walk to the promenade. Yeah. I'll go to Kings County, uh, you know, Kings County Plaza or Kings County Mall, whatever it is called. Kings Plaza? Kings Plaza. I'm sorry. I don't remember. It's all right. You know, like, go to, you know, we saw the Brooklyn Brewery yesterday. That was pretty cool. You know, like, Brooklyn Bowl was 
had apparently had a concert, so we couldn't. Yeah, it was sold out. Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I had my first rooftop rooftop opportunity Holla. in Brooklyn. I've been trying to you know go to a rooftop for a while. I think like four years. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. So like I said, it's all jokes. Like I we need Brooklyn to tone it down a little bit in terms of the people, but it's still yeah. cool. It still has a lot of interesting things in history and stuff like that. Um, but we we had to get that off our chest. Word. And don't be a Brooklyn Nets fan. Just oh, don't do that's, that. Yeah, I think that's part of Just like, course. are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, stop that. Right, I don't... You weren't a New Jersey you, Nets fan. Don't all of a sudden be a Brooklyn Nets fan just because it's they're Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Stop it. Right. That's the only thing yeah. that I will slander you for the, the rest of my life. Exactly. Other than that, Brooklyn's cool. Yeah. So... We gonna wrap this one up here. Yeah. On that note. Thanks so much for listening. Once mm-hmm. again, this has been uh ninth episode of episode Bougie and the Beard. Design. If you wanna hear anything, hit us up. We already have our social media information. Um, let us know what you wanna hear, what you wanna talk about, what you thought about this episode. Spread the word. Let Rate. Us, let us know if comment. You have, subscribe. subscribe. Let us know if you have any ideas for what the next should be named to, because I'd be interested to hear. If you think that the Nutcrackers or what was the other team that you said? The New York Yurps. The Yurps. If you have anything that's maybe more feasible, let us know. I, mean, I still like the New York Yurps. You do, but whatevs. Um, but like Jordan said, rate, comment, subscribe. Please, if you're on, um, if you're using an Apple device, please subscribe and rate us mm-hmm. so that we show up in any kind of ranking so we can see where we fall. Yep. And New episodes drop every Sunday and or Monday. Well, they drop... They, we record Sunday, post them Sunday night, so they're ready in time for your Monday, for morning, Monday morning commute. commute baby. All right. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Peace. Yes.